This is about how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. <clears throat> His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name of Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Thank you so much, Zoe, for reading that so well. Uh, great to celebrate, isn't it? It's great to celebrate the birth of Jesus. We're just going to have a little think about that passage. Hmm. Um, about that passage uh, in just a few moments. Let me just pray for us. Heavenly Father, thank you for the birth of Jesus. Please would you help us to remember why it's so significant. Help us to believe uh, and would you fill our hearts with joy, we pray. Amen. So it is great to celebrate Christmas. We are celebrating the best news this world has ever known. And it's all to do with the birth of Jesus. A baby born 2,000 years ago. And that baby is the greatest news. There weren't newspaper headlines, there wasn't 24-hour news coverage so that it could be filmed in that way. There wasn't Twitter, there wasn't Instagram, but God used angels instead to declare the good news and to explain what was going on. And God needed to use angels because, well, to begin with, Joseph didn't think it was good news at all, did he? He thought, it was bad news that there was a baby. Now, I'm intrigued by this because, uh, I, just so you know, on the screen, there should be pictures in the background here, uh, and I'm intrigued that they haven't transferred from my computer to that computer, which is interesting. So I'm wondering how this is going to go. Anyway, we will see how it goes. I'm sure it will all work wonderfully because you're in the Christmas spirit, and so you'll imagine wonderful things in the background of that heading, all right? I won't even tell you what they are, because you can imagine it, and it will be even better in your imagination. Anyway, bad news. Joseph thought it was bad news. But the angel appeared to him in the dream to tell him it was the best news ever. And the angel explained why. And why it's good news, not just for Mary and Joseph and the people then, but it is the best news for us. And this is the big point. This is the big point that we are going to think about this morning. Boys and girls, adults, this is our big point. God came to save us. 
That is the one thing we're going to learn, and I'm going to give you some actions to help you remember this. We do this pretty much every year on Christmas Day, that what we've got, we're going to do actions to it so that you can remember. So later on, when someone says to you, what did you learn at church this morning? You can do it, you can say it, and we will go over it enough times that you can remember this, and uh, you will be able to deliver this perfectly. So you're ready. The actions are this. God, oh, you're joining in already. You're doing very well. Keep going. God came, so we come down and we go into, into kind of baby cradling kind of, right there, very nice, to save us. Okay, are we ready? Let's do it again. This side are doing better than that side. Come on, guys, you've got to do a bit better. Okay, you're, maybe it's because I'm stood this side. Maybe you need the attention. Okay, are we ready? Here we go. God came to save us. And yes, you can join in with the words as well, nice and loud. Okay, we do it again. God came to save us. Well done. Now, we're going to think about that in terms of the first bit first. So we're going to think about God came. Remember, there's a beautiful picture in the background. So God came. God came. That's what it says in the passage, isn't it? Did you notice the angel said to Joseph in his dream, by the way, we don't mind if there's a bit of children's noise, that's fine. Uh, Did you notice the angel said to Joseph in his dream that he shouldn't be afraid to take Mary home as his wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. In other words, he should marry Mary. He wasn't the dad, but neither was any other man. It was a work of God's Spirit. And then in verse 22 and 23, it says this, All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. The angel says to the people that Jesus will be called Emmanuel. In other words, God with us. The baby born is God come to us. I wonder if any of you have visitors with you today. Hands up if you've got visitors coming, who are with you today. Yeah, well done, you've got some with you. Maybe you've got other, hands down. Maybe you've got visitors coming to you later on over Christmas. Maybe there are some people who actually, they would love to have visitors, but, but they don't have them, and they're a bit sad about that. But, but others do have visitors. Maybe you've got parents, grandparents, maybe it's children, maybe it's uncles, aunts. You've got people coming to you, and it's exciting when you have people come visit you. When they ring on the doorbell, you go to the doorbell and you've got the hugs and the kisses and the welcomes, and it's wonderful, isn't it? At Christmas, we remember a very special visitor, that God himself came to us, lived among us. And that is a staggering thought, that God, the one who made everything, was born on earth. Spurgeon, who was a preacher, um, said this. Oh, now we've got some background image. Oh, okay. Now you don't have to use your imagination. You're going to be disappointed now what's actually there. But anyway, never mind. Spurgeon said this. I just thought it was a nice way of expressing this. Is he not rightly called wonderful, infinite, and an infant, eternal, yet born of a woman? supporting the universe, yet needing to be carried. That's Jesus, the wonder of God who came to us. And this is really helpful for us. 
because we don't need to guess whether there is a God or not. We don't need to guess what he's like because God came to us, was born as one of us, lived on earth. Maybe you aren't a Christian this morning. It's great that you're here with us. Maybe you're skeptical. Here's the great news. God came to us, to mankind. Have you checked out Jesus's life? Have a read of it in the Gospels, in the Bible. And what you'll see, I think, is a life which testifies to this truth, that Jesus is God come to earth. In verse 21, it says, the angel says to Joseph in the dream, she will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. So the angel is saying that the baby is a baby on a mission. He's got a job to do. He's got a task to do. He's got to save people from their sins. Now, we see a lot of problems in the world, don't we? We've prayed about them earlier. There are lots of problems, lots of things that are really hard in the world. So there's, I wonder if we'll get any of these. Oh, yeah. So there's sickness. There's injustice. There's uh, global problems. There's, There's environmental problems, aren't there, that we know about? And there's wars. There's a whole load of them, though. There's a whole load more that you could probably think of where you think, actually, those are really hard things. And we're maybe more aware of them now, maybe even than we were a few years ago, but things are difficult in the world. And Jesus showed in his life when he was on earth that he cared about things like this. He cured sick people just by touching them. He showed love to those who were hated by everybody else. He showed authority over what we call the forces of nature. And the Bible says one day he will deal with all wars. Jesus cares about all of those problems and more. But none of those were his mission. None of those were the task he came to do. He came to save people from sins. That is our biggest problem. Now, what are our sins? When Jesus was asked, he was asked, what are the greatest commandments in the Bible? And he said two. He said, love God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength and love your neighbour as yourself. Or love God and love others. And how do we do on those things? How do you do on that? How's this last year been? How's this last week been? How's this morning been? Have we loved God with all our heart, soul, mind and strength and loved other people? The answer is, no, we don't, do we? Often we ignore God and we very often live not loving other people but getting annoyed with them that they're not doing what we want. And actually... Our sins, this is sin. Sin is when we fail to do these things. When we don't love God and we don't love other people. That's sin. Those are our sins. And sin actually is at the root. It's the root cause of all the other problems that we had on the screen. All of the problems that we see in the world, the root problem, the Bible says, actually is 
sins. I'm happy to explain that further later if you want to, if you want to ask me about that. The Bible says it's all because of sins. You see, the problem is inside all of us. But here's the great news. God came to save us. But how? How does Jesus save? After all, if, um, if someone were drowning, what would you do if someone were drowning? How, what, what, what might you throw to them? I want an answer. Let's see if someone can answer. What would you do? What would you throw to someone who was drowning? Yeah, go for it. A life jacket. A life jacket or maybe one, something like this. Here you go. You might throw them a life ring. Yeah, you might throw that. Anyone want to pretend to be drowning? Do you, want, do you think I can get it that far? I might decapitate someone on the way. Is there anyone I mind decapitating on the way? No, I don't mind. Let's, let's give it a go. Oh, no, didn't get it. Jack, you'll have to pass it back. Do you want it? Do you want? There you go. Almost got Joan on the way. Anyone over this? Oh, you want one there? Okay, fine. Oh, it, almost on Chris's head. Almost on Chris. There you go, you get a life, life belt or life jacket or something like that. That's what you do if someone's drowning. If someone's off a cliff and they're just hanging on, what do you do? You throw them a rope. If someone's thirsty, dying of thirst, you give them a drink of water. Jesus, how does he save us? He saves us by dying on the cross. He grew up and taught and he taught all along the way. He knew his mission all along was going to be to die. He told people, he said, that's what I've come to do. That's what I've, I've got to go and do it. And he did. He went to Jerusalem and he died on the cross. Thank you for throwing it back. You may think I'm drowning. I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> and he died on the cross, taking our sin for us, so that if any will come to him, they can be forgiven if we will turn away from our sin, turn away from our old way of life of ignoring God and living for ourselves, if we'll turn away from that and turn to God, we can be forgiven. All our sin dealt with, however bad we've been. And we can come into God's family, we can know God as our Father, and know his love, which actually is what we were made for. And we will never know fulfillment in this life, real fulfillment. And we won't have life forever until we come to God and receive his forgiveness. And that's why the birth of this baby is such great news for all people of all time. Joseph needed to know that the baby was not bad news. He was the greatest news ever because he came to save us, save us from our sins. So let's do this one more time. Maybe, maybe let's pretend it's last thing at night and it's the end of the day. Mums and dads are saying to their children, you remember what we learnt this morning in church? What are they going to say? God came to save us. Very good. Maybe you want to find out more. If you're not a Christian, even if you know, you're just interested in these things, you want to find out more about Jesus, do come along to us any Sunday, 10.30. Uh, there are children's groups, not next Sunday, but the following ones, there are children's groups. There's children's ministry. There's Cross Train, which is a group for younger teenagers. Uh, Hope Explored, if you want to come along on that, you'd be very welcome. Do find out more about it.